Hey everybody, Cameron Kunzelman here. You're listening to the very first episode of Sword Coast Coast to Coast, an actual play podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition that's been bent a little bit so that we can make it do other stuff, or, or uh, maybe it's just bent away from mechanical complexity. Whatever. You'll see how we play the game when we get to the game. Um, just want to give you a little bit of an intro here. Uh, this is the first time we've recorded anything like this, and I just did kind of a... Uh, blanket recording of a Discord call, which means that it's got some of the problems of recording a Discord call. You're going to hear a little bit of clipped audio occasionally, and you're going to hear some people asking, uh, hey, what did you just say? Stuff like that. That gets better as this adventure goes along, and uh, it's something we're going to work on in the future. I've edited it in such a way that I don't think you'll ever be confused about what's happening, but you might hear a little bit of repeated information. That's okay, though. You're going to be perfectly fine. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time learning about what uh, Silverleaf and Wegg and Phineas and Kylie, uh, who are, are up to. And um, those are, of course, the characters of uh, our players, uh, Michael, Mary, uh, James, and Jordan. I don't remember what order I just said the character names in, so those don't line up exactly 100%. This is an adventure that I made up kind of over the course of a week um i'm going to record an episode at some point that might be on the patreon or it might be somewhere else it might be here i'm not quite sure about my inspirations where this kind of came from what i was thinking about when i did this but this is a little bit of a mystery a little bit of a problem solving thing and and a little bit of a politics um, i don't know adventure all kind of mixed into one it's about five and a half hours or so which will probably equal out to about four episodes or five episodes, somewhere like that. This is, of course, the first one. And there's going to be a little intro like this for every episode to kind of keep you abreast of what's going on and, um, you know, just to keep, kind of keep you reminded about what we're doing. These episodes should come out pretty quick, so uh, once every couple of days until they're completely finished. Uh, I want to make sure you're going to be able to listen to this. Um, and if you're hearing this on YouTube, then there should be a podcast feed. If there's not, there will be one shortly. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, there's also a YouTube feed as as well or YouTube videos of this uh, a playlist that you could probably check out um, you'll, all that information will be at the very end of the podcast uh, I'm sure that your favorite part of listening to anything has to do with um, listening to me monologue about it at the beginning so that's all to say I hope you enjoy uh, listening to me DM this adventure and uh, I hope you <laughs> enjoy the kind of shenanigans we get up to anyway uh, enjoy Let's all talk about our characters. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I found it. <laughs> found it. All right. Um, all right. So, so you know, we're not going to do the tavern introduction kind of thing. Let's assume that you've done one mission. Remember, you're all level three. So let's assume you've done one minor um, adventure before this um, and that you are traveling to Burdusk from the west, so from the region of Baldur's Gate or uh, Athkatla or even Waterdeep, wherever you want to do that. But that, that, those will be kind of our, you know, in your head what's going on. Feel free in your role playing to refer back to things that you've done together. That I think that'd be fun. But yeah, mostly I'm interested in, in role playing, and and you'll see the scenario that I've set up, which is kind of like a sandbox around the city and and or this town and the region around it for you to do cool stuff in. Um, not like side quests, but but you'll see. 
Okay. Ready to, ready to go? Do you want, do you want to talk ready. about your characters before I read this, or do you want to wait to describe your characters? I want to hear what you've got written. Okay. Here's, yeah. here's the, I got about a page to read for you. So feel free to take notes, and at the end, uh, you can ask some questions. It is springtime in Burdusk. Messengers have been sent through the region to tell people of the problems in Burdusk and that the mayor will offer a hefty reward for solving the problems of the town. Each of you has received this exact message, whether from word of mouth or via a posting at a tavern. This is kind of all around the region. Announcement. The mayor of Burdusk calls for adventurers far and wide to investigate mysterious circumstances that plague the town. Expediency required, strong arms, and bright minds required. Big reward. Attend to the body barrel three days before Greengrass. So you've all seen that. You've all heard that. You get on a wagon and you make your way to Burdusk. You are coming from the east along the Uldoon Trail, which is kind of like a smaller trade route, a little bit to the south of uh, the tradeway, which is kind of the big trade route for the region. So, so you're taking kind of the, the slow way here. Um, so as you get near Burdusk, you can see it from a long way off. There's kind of rolling hills, um, but kind of more flat than, than tall, if that makes sense. Flanked by farmlands, it's a small town surrounded by a 20-foot stone wall. Stretching higher than that wall are flagpoles, and atop the flagpoles are proud, bright banners of the Burdusk flag. There are four days until Greengrass, the spring festival that takes place in every city in this part of Faerun, and the road is peppered with tradespeople and supplies moving in and out of the city's two main gates. To the northeast of the city is the closest dense forest, the Wood of Bent Blades, and from your vantage on your wagon traveling the Aldoon Trail into town, you can see that there's a small logging road absolutely packed with carts of lumber emerging from the forest. As you approach Burdusk, your wagon travels over a large stone bridge that, that traverses the river Kyanthar, which runs wide and deep enough for healthy trade downstream. At the edge of your site to the east, as the road runs past Burdusk, you can see that the space between the road and the river gets wider and becomes dominated by a morass of a swamp. This is, you know, kind of near the horizons, pretty far away. Your wagon begins to bump a bit as it hits the deep mud of the road outside the town gates, but you pass through under the watchful eye of two slouching city guards and make your way into Burdusk. The interior of the wall seems bursting to the seams with people and buildings. While you can see what is clearly older stone construction in the city center, there are also dozens of thrown-together wooden houses, shops, and stalls built using the city wall as their back. So these kind of wooden structures on the interior of the wall facing inward. This is a place that's obviously growing, but the people remain relatively cheerful, and the smells and sights of the always fun Greengrass Festival permeate the atmosphere. You make your way toward the city center where you find the body barrel almost smack dab in the middle. Tomorrow, you will meet with the mayor. Okay. It, wait, so... You're saying body barrel, like a thing that you would keep wine in, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Not burial. Correct. Barrel. Okay. B-A-U-D-Y, body? Body. B-A-W-D-Y. Mm. Oh, B-A-W-D-Y, the mm -hmm. body barrel. Body. Uh, I was no, like, it's oh, just the word body. Someone's getting buried. <laughs> <laughs> the, body the body burial. 
the body. That's just how they. That's just how they do it in this part of the country. They mm-hmm. they dig a they dig a hole and they put your body in a barrel and they pop <laughs> <laughs> you right in there. Pop you right in there. A barrel burial. Uh, yeah, the barrel burial. A barrel burial. The uh, okay, so you all get there. It's uh, it, this is getting close to sundown. You've been traveling all day in your cart. Uh, you know your your wagon wagon guy, person, whatever they're called, wagon here drops you off. Driver, uh, driver. Coach. There you go. Um, <laughs> d- d- drops you off, and uh, you all go into the tavern, and uh, you make up for you you know you make for an interesting sight. Three adventurers, uh, perhaps a fourth adventurer, but three adventurers right now. Um, let, let's uh, hear your 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 name, your first name, your first human name, uh, person name in real real life, and then tell us the, the name of the character you're playing, and then a little bit about that character, whatever you think is important to say first before we begin playing. Well, uh, I'm Michael. I'm playing Silverleaf. Uh, Silverleaf is a kind of a a grungy. Uh, elf wizard. Um, he's, you know, he's wearing kind of like ratty blue, um, not a cloak, uh, but, you know, just like tunic. Um, and on his back, there is a large, like, woolen, uh, like, bag, kind of like something you would see for gathering sticks. And in it, there are a bunch of sticks, um, but they're made of uh, they're made of ivory or like bone. Um, so he's, you wouldn't really be able to tell that he's a wizard. Um, he just looks like a weird elf that's carrying a lot of, uh, strange objects around. Kind of looks like he's he's harvesting firewood. It looks like he's exactly, it looks like if you've seen the cover of, uh, like Led Zeppelin four, it's like that. He's like kind of hunched over. He's got like this big, big, big bag. Um, Huh? Is there a beard? No beard. No, he's an elf. Elves don't okay. have beards. I, the Led <laughs> Zeppelin IV right reference. Um, it's just for theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess I guess uh, he he's he's kind of like paranoid a little bit too. Um, he's always uh, kind of mumbling about uh, uh, like the orc. Right, like mm. orcs um, in the uh, in the plural, but like, ah, oh, yes, we 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 must be cautious. Uh, the orc might be in this uh, in this in this in this body barrel. Mm. Um, so the orc, yes, the 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 insidious orc, um, mm. coming for me sticks. Yeah, coming for my 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 ivory rods. He's from, um, he uh, you know, he's like. He's from where? He's from like the far north, like uh, like where it's like there's snow on the ground, um, and uh, you know, like a like a fisher fisherman, wizard type person. A fish wizard. Of a course. fish wizard. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Who wants to James? Go next? Do you want to go next? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm James, um, and. My character is Kylie, comma, who would be king, God King, um, who is a fire, how do you say it, Genasi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
um, fire genasi, which is like um, half human, half um, jinn or genie. Um, and he is, um, I, I told Cameron, like, imagine if Young Thug was wearing Zendaya's chainmail dress. So just. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, he, like a super tall, like very skinny figure um, wearing like these loose chainmail robes. Um, he has very gray skin and sort of auburn hair and a top knot and eyes that are sort of burning with fire. Um, and he grew up in a royal court. Um, he has since left. It was not a court that he was at home in. Um, and he is determined that he knows he is fated to become God King. And all that is happening right now will one day be retold in mythic stories. Hmm. Mm. Now, is um, God King of a particular place or just... Oh, everything. Oh, oh I see. He is fated to rule the world. Okay, got it. <laughs> he will become divine emperor. Okay. One of those characters, I see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, like, he's, he's super humble. I mean, it's not like something he ever wanted. It's just something he knows is going to happen. <laughs> Good. If I wash my car today, I just know it's going to rain. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be God King. Okay, cool. So, wait, was that, is that Kylie or Kyrie? Kylie. Okay. Kylie, who would be God King. All right, like Kylie it. Minogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm glad that's the first Kylie that jumped into your mind. That's kind of the only Kylie. That, that's, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am... Pl Jordan or Jordo, <laughs> whichever you prefer. And I am playing Weg, a uh, uh, I'm a, uh, a Lightfoot halfling cleric. Uh, well, sort of disgraced former cleric. Now I'm now I'm just like a wandering grave digger. <laughs> um, you can imagine me as sort of like a three foot tall kind of portly friar tuck looking kind of guy with like the monk haircut that shaved the circle shaved on the top of the head tonsured and... sure that's what that's called tonsured oh, okay. yeah yeah okay um i got that going on i got that going for me um and you know i i uh despite the amount of walking that i do as a wandering grave digger still just kind of carry a lot of weight on myself um I'm, i don't take a lot of care or pride in my uh personal appearance so my my clothes are pretty ratty and as someone who deals with dead bodies and the earth uh for the majority of my time you know you don't you don't tend to wear things that are really nice because you know they're gonna get get they're gonna get dead stuff all over them <laughs> Um, and so I just, uh, me and me and my, they're comfortable though. You know, you gotta be able to work in the clothes that you wear. Uh, so I'm just kind of going around with my, with my trusty spade and, and, uh, trying to, trying to just help out the folk who need to deal with some hard stuff. I, I like the idea that Weg, uh, has like five different outfits of like 
like absolutely ragged corpse smelling clothes and then like one tuxedo <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's, smells of corpses wait is got, that true he's got the one suit for job interviews <laughs> uh, you know okay. you gotta you gotta keep the something good in your back pocket now is the shovel your holy symbol my the shovel actually is my holy symbol yes okay great <laughs> Uh, and, and clerics, uh, of course, need the need the holy symbol. What is yes. um um because you um, Michael for Silverleaf, you also need some sort of like magical thing, right? Um, an implement. What is what is your implement? Oh, it's the. Um, I mean, I would say it's whatever stick mm. or like rod I'm like using to read off of. Gotcha. Oh so yeah. For, yeah. So for I think you both of you. Uh, Weg and Kyla, you would have seen this already. Uh, the I like intricately etch every rod every night. Ooh. I'm like journaling on these rods, um, mm. but they are also like, my book. With like letters or something more. I mean, is it like something that we would recognize as writing or something uh, more? I mean, it is writing, but you, it's like very intricate elven symbols. Okay, like another yeah, elf wouldn't be able to read it. I think is partially yeah. what he's asking. Or I was wondering if it was more if it was like letters, or you know, like uh, you know, like knots and a rope, or other like mm. things well, that are I, writing, but we wouldn't like I wouldn't think it was writing. Yeah, I think it's probably more like closer to knots on a rope. Like it's a very self-referential, personal language. Mm. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll find out more about that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Has it, or maybe we won't. <laughs> maybe we won't. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So so you got that announcement. Everyone got the announcement. You all walk in. You, you kind of cut an interesting an interesting uh, group here. Hold on. Mary's Who goes there? Mary. Okay, so uh, I got the gnome rogue because everyone picked after me, and no one likes gnomes. It's a tragedy. <laughs> So my character's name is uh, Phineas Gravelstrom, which uh, is very important, and I am positive will come up um, at least once, and then people will forget it. <laughs> uh, and I, what kind of information are people <laughs> looking for? Because I don't um, hear anyone introduction. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you kind of jumped in. So. Um, uh, basically, just like a little bit of a physical description, whatever you want to say. So, for example, we learned about Michael's character, Silverleaf, um, that he's always uh, carrying around like a big bundle of, of like ivory sticks or bone sticks uh, on his back. Um, he's always mumbling about something called the orc or the orcs. So just kind of a sketch of your character. All right. Well, Michael, I have to say. You shouldn't have ivory. Killing elephants is wrong. And well, they I, come from fish, actually. Um, it's more, yeah. I should have said bone. It's all whale. Yeah, it's bone. It's like yeah, it's kind of like whalebone, I guess. Um, um, what do you yeah, call that's it? better. Whalebone. Um, yeah. Whales are not endangered in this universe, and they are not. Uh, um, they are not like creatures that need to be protected. Oh, they have um, swords and shields, and they put up a very good fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have levels. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all level 99. Very different. Um, powerful. You call it Simshaw, right? Scrimshaw? Scrimshaw, yeah. 
I knew that at one point. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. You know it now again, too. <laughs> so Phineas Gravelstrump is, uh, yes. is a gnome, three and a half feet yes. tall or so. What else? What else we got going on? So, um, I actually, uh, fuck. What was the name <laughs> of the city in Baldur's Gate 2? Mm, Othkotla? Yes, thank you. I kept thinking, um, but I was like, that's the country. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so, uh, my character actually came from Afkatla, and uh, they have been, like, they've kind of been traveling from town to town as a, like, part of kind of like a low-level con man, showman type situation. Um, they, like, they're a swindler. Mm. Um, mm. Yes. Like and, a, like a P.T. Barnum kind of situation? Yeah. If P.T. Barnum was less... Li- mm. um, <laughs> so it's a performance. You're not, like, selling snake oil or something. Um, I mean, selling snake oil is a performance, Michael. Uh, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, oil or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, gnome, like bright red hair, short because you know they're gnome. It comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you shorter or taller than Wig? Jordan's oh, character. I- my, yeah, my character is named Wegg, and he is a three-foot-tall halfling. Oh, dang. Okay. I was thinking 3-2, so I guess I am slightly taller. There you go. <laughs> it is a point of constant consternation to me that I'm <laughs> Well, you got to put shoes on, Jordo. Oh, right. <laughs> Every once in a while, I just walk up to Jordo's character, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> just got the rocking back on your heels a little bit um and okay so uh and and as i said uh, right before you got here mary so the idea is that you know everyone's level three so implicitly i think that everyone did like one maybe adventure before this but and if you want to reference that adventure that we can make up as we go along that's totally cool as backstory but just so we can skip like role playing yeah. these characters and things like that but i did send you um over the discord dms i sent you um the descriptions of all the characters so far that i took down and then the big piece that i read for everybody um right before you got here so you can just give that a read michael how tall is silverleaf um willowy 510 <laughs> That's what it says on his driver's license. Height, yeah, like a, like a like a willowy five ten. I mean, I don't, you know. I don't know what okay. that means at all. But like, just like a, a just like a lanky. Oh, I see. Like an elf. I see. Like right? he just came okay. out the other side of the of the this hole was made for me hole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. This is like a a hundred and forty pound five ten. Yeah. Hmm. But so but massive back muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you're here. So yes, yeah, so you're you're at the tavern. 
Uh, and as you came in, uh, or at the, yeah, I guess it's a tavern, the body barrel, body, Ugh, I got really got to enunciate here. <laughs> um, uh, but so you're all here um, together. You kind of come in. It is getting close to sundown. There's probably not um, a lot of time to do anything um, extra outside the town, although you could probably talk to some other bar patrons if you wanted to before you meet with the mayor tomorrow. You see uh, a woman in front of you, a dwarf woman um, behind the bar. The bar is a little bit shorter than a bar might normally be. Um, she's not going to stand on an, an on an apple crate. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> she's going to bring the bar down to appropriate size for her, which is very convenient for uh, uh, Phineas and Wegg. And um, you know, she's she's you know, as far as uh, dwarven women go, uh, pretty. Older than most dwarven women you might see. I mean, this is this is someone who has lived a very very long life, um, and she kind of puts both hands down on the uh, you know flat on the bar and says, uh, "Ah, looking like rooms for four tonight. Uh, lucky for you, we've got seven rooms open. Uh, it's getting pretty tight before Greengrass." What's Greengrass? Greengrass is a festival. You would know. Since you're from this part of Faerun, uh, it's the spring festival. It's kind of the the spring harvest festival festival from everyone, um, and it's um, you know it's when cabbages come out. It's when early squash comes out. It's just a celebration of all the rain that's happening. Uh, you know the the river is swelling, trade is going well, and for a town like uh, Burdusk, that's you know it's very prosperous right now. Um, that's it's good. People like green grass. How body would you say this woman is? Um, I don't. What does Lord Body even mean? He's <laughs> garish. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like humorously indecent. Mm-hmm. Body is the theme of next year's Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> she's not body at all. Okay, she's she's kind of like um like. Would you say she's more barrel than body? <laughs> no, I would say she's like if your if your grandmother was like a blacksmith. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, she's she's got that energy. She's got blacksmith grandmother energy, um, and she says so. Rooms for four. I take a seat at the bar, and say, I would definitely like a room. And might I say that it is quite. Refreshing to find an establishment with a bar of the proper height. She says, um, and, and so sometimes they're going to uh, just to, to kind of pull out for a little bit. Sometimes they're going to try to do the voices and sometimes I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not a voice I'm going to try to do. She says, um, well, uh, you know what? You sometimes you got to you got to bring them up to our level. <laughs> you know, they, they think they run the world, but uh you know, I've smashed a few skulls in my day, and, uh, you know, now I'm not smashing skulls unless it's the town drunk, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I I opened my own place, and I thought, this bar's going wherever the hell I want it to be. They can they can lean. Kylie sits down, and his um, knees are about the same level as his head when he sits in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always leaning over anyway, so it's like, it's not a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you keep the sticks from falling out of your bindle? Magic. Oh, okay. 
Obviously. <laughs> Sorry, that was in character. How do you keep the, the sticks from falling out? Also, my my character's voice will be evolving over time as I slowly figure out what they sound like. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be inconsistent this this session. That that's acceptable. <laughs> um uh so she says okay well you know um we've got dinner coming along if you want to go pick up a table over there um you can have some nice uh cabbage stew it's coming out uh Uh, so that's what that smell is yeah fresh cabbage (laughs) stew we we try to pipe it out the out the the roof hole but uh, (laughs) you know it really stinks up the place uh sorry it's delicious though and, uh, and she says, if not, if you want to catch an early night's rest, I'm assuming that you're here for that. And she points over, and, and there's a big banner, a big painted banner over one table with, a, with a, you know, there's a table in the corner. And the banner is there, and the banner says, uh, adventurer meeting spot. And there's a big arrow <laughs> that points, points downward. Um, and, ah, it's, yes. and it's got a little um, seal in the bottom right corner that you can kind of see that's uh, like a bow. This seems like a trap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says it's it's not a trap. It's uh, you know there was a bid that went out for where the adventure meeting spot had to be, and I, uh, you know I, I you know I put up a few gold for this. So if you would sit at that table, that would really help me out. But that's I, okay. I imagine that a, a call for adventures just before green grass must be as much of a boon as it is. A, bu- a bungle. <laughs> <laughs> she says, well, it's springtime. You know, you would think that there'd be a lot of adventurers here, but uh, we're kind of a little bit of a backwater. We know that. We know what kind of town we live in. And, um, you know, a lot of them are out. It's springtime. It's it's um, boating season, ship season, pirate season. So a lot of the adventurers, it seems like a lot of people who, uh, and she kind of like, you know, smashes her hand in or her fist into her hand and says, you know, a lot of people that I used to pal around with, they're out on the coast dealing with ogres and dryads and whatever. Does the, she mentioned whatever. Hmm? I was just saying it's dangerous work. It, it is dangerous work. And that's why I own the body barrel now. What is, she, do you have any idea what the, uh, can I ask her what, what is the what is the call for adventures about? What kind of what sort of trouble are we getting into here? Mm, she says the you know the mayor's pretty cagey. He's a I'm sure you know of him. I'm sure that you've heard tale of him all along the coast. His name is Jimothy Ironbow, Mayor Jimothy Ironbow, <laughs> and uh, and you can see his seal over there, of course, on on the banner. He painted that himself. He's a very hands on mayor. Um, and, uh, she says, well, you know, it's kind of unclear. We don't know. We, I, I said, Hey, look, if there's just a little bit of a problem, you can have me do it. I, you know, I'll, I'll take an afternoon to, to do some adventuring for you. Um, and, uh, Mayor Ironbow did not take, take, uh, take me up on the offer. Um, so no one really knows this is kind of stepping back. She doesn't know. Um, you know what the call is about it's not a wide a widely known problem Kylie says is he named it for a bow like an arrow or a bow like a present uh bow like an arrow he he's a master archer hmm he you don't know you don't know anything about him I can't say I've heard the name before. Oh, you haven't just really? Iron Bow. You haven't heard of Iron Bow. Oh, see? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what what was your what was your name, uh, gnomish fellow? 
Phineas. 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 Gravelstrom. Yeah, Phineas. Uh, what, what do you know about Jimothy Ironbow? Jimothy is well known in this part of... What's the nation of, like, Baldur's Gate? Uh, there's not a nation. <laughs> I don't... Uh, okay. Um, the Sword Coast. I, the sure. Mail, I believe, right? Mm, no. I don't think Isn't... So. Isn't the veil like the name of like? Whatever, it's not important. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I believe that Burdusk is known as the jewel of the veil. Oh, that's this region for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's like the this um, uh, everything north of like the Cloud Peaks and south of like uh, I guess like Baldur's Gate is the veil, I believe. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, look, you should note. Jimothy Ironbow is very famous in this part of the Vale. Uh, there was, I don't know, a few years back, a horde of hobgoblins that came through the area. I heard he was responsible for killing them all individually. No one else could even stand in their way. Jimothy. And and oh. you see the uh, the uh, the barkeep. She she kind of crosses her arms and says, "That that's our Jimothy." He killed all those hobgoblins. They were destroying this town. Back when I came here the first time, 10 years ago, we were raided by hobgoblins every single uh, fall and every single spring. Raided by a legion of hobgoblins. And now we're not raided by hobgoblins even once a year. He's the best mayor we've ever had. I didn't if he's realize so powerful, hob- why doesn't he take care of this? whatever this problem is? Well, I, it must be something that Jimothy doesn't have time. I told you he's a very hands-on mayor. He's he's individually sewing many of the giant banners that you saw definitely when you came into town. I didn't realize that hobgoblins are migratory creatures. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're not migratory creatures. They lived in the forest. They lived in the, uh, the wood of broken whatever that I named it. The wood of bent blades. Bent blades, yeah. You know why it's called the Wood of Bent Blade? Because they're in there bending blades. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the tree people rise up every night. They would come into town. Blades. And uh, it's honestly, it's very impressive. Hmm. Powerful. Steel. Yeah. She says, well, it's getting pretty late. You want some of that cabbage stew? <laughs> or, uh, yes. or what do you want here? Um, I... Are there any other adventurers in the bar? Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask you... How how busy does this stuff does this seem well, since we're on the eve of the thing and the other thing? Yeah, so so this is the f- four days before Greengrass right now, um, and so it it's pretty busy in here. I would say that this is a that the body barrel can ha- can seat maybe fifty people. That's pretty big. It's one of the bigger uh, taverns in the town, maybe the biggest tavern in the town. And it can probably seat 50 along, you know, the bar and several different tables. Um, there's probably 30 people here, um, but these are people that you can easily recognize as, especially now that the sun has gone down while you've been having this conversation. They've been kind of trickling in. These are tradespeople. These are, um, you know, people who are in town to trade. These are people in slightly nicer clothing who are maybe here just to experience green grass. They might be from like smaller principalities around or, 
Uh, they just might be people who are, you know, kind of live out in the the outskirts, you know, around the farmland or whatever, who have come in for a few days to experience green grass. Um, it doesn't look like there are a lot of people who are here for the adventuring call. Um, there, you can Is there see anybody sitting under the banner. No, there's no one sitting under the banner. Uh, looks mm. like it's wide open for you. Hmm. How long has this call been out? Um, not long. Like as, as soon as y'all heard it, wherever you were, maybe over near Othkotler or Baldur's Gate or wherever you were before. Um, as soon as you heard it, you kind of heard it in a tavern, and you were like, "Oh, this sounds as good as as anything else is," and you kind of came here immediately, and that was maybe a week ago. So. It, it went out, but, um, you know, it, it's it's green grass, y'all. And traveling to Burdusk probably isn't uh, the thing that many people want to be doing right now. Should well, we sit I, under the banner or should we go to sleep? I, I want to have at least a drink before we turn in. Okay. I was so a I, drink. So. <laughs> because that's unbefitting of a god king. No, because uh, the fire thing. Oh, yeah. I'll take a liquids. Mm, that'll, that'll that'll do it. Being a fire. Yeah, Mary Jane. James' <laughs> yeah. character is a is a fire ganasi named Kylie, who would be God King. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. they're they're fated to be God King, <laughs> as 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 is traditional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I, I I look to our uh to our our dwarven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bartender and say do you have any special drinks for green grass she says we got uh we got green drink that sounds excellent let I me get some of that green drink <laughs> four right. green drinks for me and my compatriots well only three green drinks right. Kylie doesn't drink oh right I forgot about Kylie's drinking three green drinks and one water <laughs> me and my compatriots no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so, oh, right. I so, forgot. She, so she turns around there's you know a big big barrel you know it's the 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 size of of the dwarf and she turns around and she kind of hits the spigot she's got three um uh three big flagons in one hand you know she she's got them in a grip and she just knocks the spigot it starts pouring out and this is kind of bubbling green liquid that's got a little bit of plant matter in it it kind of looks like and she fills them up and then she goes to another she and she stops the thing and she goes to another much much smaller thing uh it's like a cistern but the top is open um people just pour water into it and she like dips the the other one in it it, it is also full of plant matter <laughs> and, slightly greenish. and she puts that in front of of kylie and she puts the other three in front of um uh, wag phineas and silverleaf and she says okay uh you know th- that'll if you're coming here for the adventure uh call tomorrow um, I'm sure you're going to spend a lot of money here, so this is going to be the first one on the house, um, as long as you're staying the night. Uh, well, thank you, madam. How much is a room? Um, a room is like one one gold piece a night or something. We're not going to keep a lot of attention to gold pieces here. Uh, Kylie puts his gold piece down and um, walks away from the group up to his room. Mm. <laughs> And the dwarf says, "And good night to you too." <laughs> I said, "Don't, don't pay him any mind. He's fated to be god king. <laughs> he would be god king, except he's just kind of an asshole." <laughs> and, and here, this is important to you that I don't think we talked about it. How old is Kylie? Twenty-two. Okay, that's even better. 
<laughs> what is the what is the the Genasi lifespan? It's extended, um, like, right? Yeah, it's longer than humans, mm-hmm. but not okay. like elf length or like or, 120 or, years or something. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's just a little bit longer than humans. Yeah. But you know, once you achieve immortality, the god and the king part doing double duty. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to do before after drinking the green grass drink um, tonight? I think I'm. I think Weg is good. Yeah, he, just wanted, he he wanted to get off his feet and have a drink. Silverleaf. <laughs> yes. You get a little bit of a twinge of something. Um, you, you know, you, something feels a little bit off to you, and uh, as you're walking up the stairs to uh, make your way into the uh, up to your room, right? So this is kind of a two level establishment. Um, the, the in part is kind of in a, in a, so, so basically the, the room you're in right now, the tavern part is kind of like a beer hall, you know, it's, it's two stories high, a lot of open space. And then the stairs take you into basically a different building. This is where all the rooms are. Um, and as you're walking through this kind of beer hall part of it, um, you hear someone talking, one of the tradespeople talking, you can just kind of overhear them and they're talking about bricks and they're saying, um, you know, it's two tradespeople, um, a, a dwarf and, uh, and a halfling. And, and one says, oh, I just, I, I can't believe that I picked up those bricks. I came here all the way from Waterdeep to get the special Burduskin bricks. And they, they crumbled. I'm waiting two more days for bricks. I can't believe this. And the, and the halfling says, yeah, I can't believe we had to wait for those bricks. We got them all the way on the cart and all the way out of town and they just broke. Interesting. I mean, this could mean several things to me. Uh, uh, is Silverleaf the only one that hears this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else is already all the way up in the room. Oh, okay. Maybe the uh, uh, I I I I uh, I, I sidle over, like because I try and uh, uh, look inconspicuous and, and listen in on this conversation to hear if I can hear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just Sorry, really I just got this. I just got this mental picture of these like these two tavern patrons having their their conversation at a very small table, and then the merchant from Resident Evil Four just slowly <laughs> approaches their table. Yeah, I need you to give me a uh, roll a d twenty for me, real quick. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, so I'm you know I'm 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 easing over. Oh, uh, I know what you're doing. Keep, keep my uh, keep my ivory rods from rattling. Uh, and I rolled. Uh, is this a stealth check? This is a stealth check. Yeah. Okay, I rolled an eleven. Okay, so it, that's an eleven total. Yeah, an eleven total. Okay, um, that that is not that's not sufficient. Okay. It is brightly so my, I, yeah. Kachunk, kachunk, Silverleaf makes uh, makes his way over to these two uh, merchants, and they both just like wide eyed stare at you. Like, uh, what, what are you? Why are you doing this? I say, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't help, uh, you know, hear that you were talking about, uh, bricks. Um, as you can see, uh, I am a, uh, uh, a straw gatherer. Uh, I have this basket here and, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm skilled in the mason, the arts of masonry. So, uh, if you, uh, if you, if you're looking for a, for a bricklayer and I like, I like make like a, like a muscle, which is like, 
clearly like a negative muscle. I'm like, yeah, clearly I, I, I've got it. <laughs> I may not look like much, but I've, I've, uh, I've put up a building in my time. So, uh, uh, is there, what, is there any way that I can, uh, yeah, can I need you to make a persuasion out? check here. Okay. <laughs> he flexes and it's like when Daffy Duck flexes, you know, and there's like one bump on a perfectly real smooth arm mm -hmm, and it yeah. falls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I got, I got a 10 total. Okay. Uh, and they say, they kind of look you up and down and they can tell you're a little bit, you're at least quick with your, with your, uh, movements. Um, and they say, uh, they say, well, we don't, uh, oh, I need to remember my voices. The dwarf says, well, we don't need a bricklayer. Uh, we just need bricks that work. The stupid brick works here. Uh, you know, some of the finest bricks in the veil. We come here, takes four weeks to get here. We get here and all the bricks are broken. They're rattling around in the cart and they're smashing apart. That's not what a brick, brick's supposed to stay strong. Like you. Yes. Uh, must be a problem either with, um, I can think of, there's like a kiln problem, or maybe the mud doesn't have enough silicate in it, or probably, uh, you know, all of the good grass has been harvested for green grass, and they, uh, they're, they're using a, 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 a improper binding agent. That's what I, that's what I think. I don't know um, anything about making bricks. If I did, I wouldn't be coming here to buy them. <laughs> Are there any identifying or like strange like symbols or uh like insignias that these these two are wearing no i mean these are just like straight up tradespeople. you know what i mean these, oh, okay. are, these are not these are not agents of any sort <laughs> that you can tell you know okay well i'm always on the lookout for uh the orc as you know so mm -hmm. i'm just trying to make sure do my due diligence to make sure that these uh these folks aren't aren't, aren't working for Nope. You know, the Zentarum or something. Yeah. Nope. They've got, uh, you know, they've got lined faces. They look like they spend a lot of time out in the sun. They look like they've been on a cart for a month. Uh, I mean, if I were a double agent, that's like, you know, I would spend a lot, a lot of time out on a cart to, to mask my uh, my involvement in criminal activity. Look, it's not uh, paranoia if everyone is out to get you. <laughs> okay. Are orcs known for using double agents? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very practical. Okay, That's why you have to worry about it because it's the last thing you would expect. Exactly. Or do you have any other questions for these two two people? Or no, I don't. I oh, don't. Okay. I uh, I'm gonna walk or shuffle sheepishly up to my room. Sounds good. So this is a dwarf and a halfling, and the night goes on without any stress. Um. Uh. You know, it's it's a good night as far as nights go. Silverleaf, um, this is the first night in a long time that you've been able to sleep and not have some sort of horrifying dream. Um, this is the Ooh. first good sleep you've had in a little while. Um, and I need more of that green stuff. I know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, Kylie, you uh, have a wonderful dream of being a god king and uh, making... Um, jesters dance in front of you. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. In your dream, are the jesters, do they look like Wag and Phineas? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> this is going to fuck you up. They all look like Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Apex Twin video. <laughs> no. 
Um, okay, so you wake up the next morning. It is dawn. You go back downstairs. The dwarf is behind the bar again. Um, obviously, many, many fewer people are, are here in the, um, in the room, but there are still probably about 10 or so. Not the same people from the night before, but uh, people who are getting breakfast and things like that. This is right at sunup. Uh, these are maybe people who are going to go into work a little bit later, or they were on the night shift maybe or something like that. So the, the body barrel is like really, um, uh, you know, popping 24-7. And um, you get down there, and there is, um, you know, the sign and the table, and there's no one sitting at the table. And, um, yeah. I go up to the bar and uh, approach the barkeep as soon as she looks like she has a a second where she's not doing something. Mm -hmm. uh, And say, good morning, mistress. Uh, I would... uh, I would like to break my fast with uh, some of your fine vestments. I don't think you think me vestments. Victuals. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Wegg knows what vestments <laughs> Wait, the priest she, doesn't know what vestments means? Yeah. And so she, she kind of like uh, like pulls at her clothes a little bit. <laughs> no. and, then she, uh, and she turns around and she, like, she says, two eggs. And... Um, the the kitchen you can kind of hear some rustling around in the kitchen and another dwarf comes out kind of a much younger dwarf comes out and he uh, has two eggs on a on a um, on a plate and there there's a big plate of like greens you know just like uh, fresh farm greens and they grab some of those and put them on the plate beside it and then uh, they put that down in front of you and and you kind of uh, get right to it get to eating it. Anyone else want to do anything before the meeting? I'd love an omelet. They don't know what that is. The the dwarf looks at you <laughs> and says, uh, "Is that is that a fruit?" Four eggs, please. Mmm. They give you four I'd eggs. Like to... Same deal. Wait, like scrambled? They, there's only one type of egg, and it's scrambled. At the Can bottom. Can I pour out my water skin in the in the cistern? Thing and say, hey, uh, can you give me some more of that green drink? <laughs> uh, yeah, she Starting says. A little early today, aren't we? Yeah, she says. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can have. Um, <laughs> well, you you want to respond to Wegg's <laughs> implication here, I guess. <laughs> I, I ignore Wegg entirely. I pretend <laughs> like I don't even. He's below my my field of vision. She kind of she kind of like raises her eyebrows a little bit and says, uh, "Yeah, sure, that's that's gonna be. Uh, you know what? Don't worry about it." And she she doesn't. <laughs> she fills it up and she says, "I think you've got enough problems on your own," <laughs> and then goes from there. Um, I give her a salute and then I I kind of wander off to the the table. Okay. As I as I finish scarfing down my eggs and greens and just the most like. like the most disgusting like worst table manners just like prison eating just kind of hunched over you know shoveling food into my mouth as i finish that up uh i i asked the the bartender so have you been awake this entire time she says i i take power naps (laughs) every two hours i take a, a, a 30 minute nap and i have old old jeffy back there stand here um but she says you know what it's almost coming up on a nap now and as she says that 
a uh, you hear the the bells at the temple of hold on what temple is here at the temple of Jurgle, which is right around the corner. Um, the temple of gerbils. <laughs> so, <laughs> of Jurgel. Um and they have a particular tone to them, you know, a temple of uh, you know, whatever some other god um might have cheerful bells, but the temple of Jurgel, you all recognize this in Faerun. There's not a lot of worshippers of Jurgel around, but they're mournful bong bong bong. They kind of do that and they tone in and right as that happens, um you see a Six foot tall human come into the room. He uh, kind of has a Brad Pitt look about him, you know, kind mm. of big, broad shouldered, uh, charismatic immediately. Um, this is Jimothy Ironbow, the mayor. And you know that because he has a sash around him that is bright green <laughs> and it says Jimothy Ironbow mayor on it. Uh, <laughs> Jimothy Ironbow, comma, mayor. Uh, and it stretches, you know, kind of from shoulder all the way to hip. He, he really gets billboard space going on there. He's wearing a top hat. It's got a feather in it. Um, and he's wearing bright green clothes, almost like you would see it like a St. Patrick's Day <laughs> celebration in, in <laughs> our world. And he's very chipper and he's very happy. And he comes right in and he goes and sits down at the table and he says, he kind of smacks the table and he says, well. <laughs> I wasn't expecting well. that voice. All right, well, I, I, uh, is he expecting us to sit around this table with him or? Adventurers! I, I suppose we best go sit. I say to the rest of the, the party. I'm already sitting at the table. I'm just. <laughs> if everyone is sitting at the table, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I sit down at the table and I say, well, I've just had breakfast, but I always have room for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 uh, Jimmy. Well, hmm. Okay. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um. And so so uh, so Jimothy, you know, still sitting. He's got very good posture. He's sitting there, and he says, "I suppose you are the adventurers that we're all looking for here at Burdusk. Are you aware of Bur? Have you been to Burdusk before? You, the gnome. Have you been to Burdusk before?" No. Oh, it's a great time to be here. You, ashen gray person, have you been to Burdusk before? Kylie leans over and says, Is it true that your bow is made out of iron? Uh, well, I don't have my bow on me, of course, but when I was killing hobgoblins, did you know that I killed many hobgoblins here? But when I was killing hobgoblins... I do yes. love a genocide-based government. Uh, oh, what now? <laughs> Go on. We don't. Is this a legal term? I don't. I don't understand. I'm. I'm but a mere mayor. But yes, uh, my bow did have some iron on it, as per my name, Jimothy Iron Bow. Um. But but yes. Anyway, we've got a problem. Do you like hobgoblins again? Do you like money? Yes. Let me ask yes. you a question. Do you love money? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he says you could. He's pointing at uh, points at, at Silverleaf. And he says it looks like you could stand to get a more stylish bindle. So he's re he's really it's, trying to work on you here. It's true <laughs> to the best uh, of his also, ability. Chiropractor, um, I'm impressed by his posture. Mm, oh yeah, he says I used to wear a brace. 
It really helped. People <laughs> respond well to, to good posture. Um, and he says, "I was slouched over." He says, "Oh, that's you'll never be a god king that way." But uh, anyway, I, I'm so glad that you're here. Three days to green grass, and the, and the problem. This voice is really going in and out. I'm sorry. It's hard to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> um, three days to green grass. Uh, our, our problem here is that, uh, well, of course, I'm the mayor, and normally I would I would be doing everything that needs to be done up to green grass. But you can see. You know, I'm the mayor, and he, he points he points to the sash, and he says, "I'm the mayor, and we've got green grass coming up. That's great, but there, that also means there's an election day coming up. So I got I have a lot of attention focused on the day after green grass, the day of my election. I need that, and so we've got a little bit of problem here, a little bit of a problem that needs to be solved that that uh, I can't quite get to. And honestly, this is this is a place for blacksmiths. This is a place for for potters. This is a place for for clay diggers. I don't know what that word is. I should probably know as a mayor. This is a place for this is a place for loggers. This is not a place for. This voice is really going out. This is not a place for anyone else, for adventurers. People don't really come through here. They pass through here. They don't stop here. He says, we've got two problems right now. Do you want to hear about the worst one or the slightly less worst one first? Let's hear the worst one. Let's hear the worst. Well, you know what a granary's for, right? Yes, grain? it keeps rats away from your grain. Well, what if one was say, wait, 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 come in close here. I don't want anyone else to hear this. We're trying to keep all of this under wraps. I lean in. Everyone lean in. Everyone really lean in. I'm leaning in. I'm physically leaning in. He says. Being uh, being this close to Wegg is unpleasant. He says, Wegg, or he says, uh, excuse <laughs> me, halfling fellow. Uh, yes, sir. Could, yes, you lean, could you lean back a little bit? Uh, yeah, yes. Mr. Okay, just listen. Listen good. Says, well, what if a granary was full of blood? Wouldn't that be bad? Oh, was it supposed to be? It's supposed to be full of grain, you fool. I, full of, of bud? <laughs> of, of green stuff? No, not of, of not of the sweet weed. <laughs> it's supposed to be full of wheat. Oh, wheat! Our wheat store from from last fall. I don't know what the seasons are here. <laughs> uh, fall probably exists. So Leaf turn, moss frost, <laughs> I don't know, moss frost, whatever. So, um, so uh, three weeks ago, one of our granaries became full of blood. And we've been able to keep that under wraps. But now, but three days ago, another granary full of blood. Is this blood in addition to the blood? Meat blood? Yeah. Blood. B L L O D. Blood. Jimothy <laughs> <laughs> has not received a formal education. <laughs> he is, he, he, uh, his education was the streets. <laughs> streets are right. He strikes me as a real like mayor of Townsville <laughs> kind of character. <clears throat> Says that's that's problem number one. It'd be great if Wait, you could solve that. Okay. Is the grain still there? Grain's still there, covered in blood. Blood silo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to hear about the other problem? Yeah. Yes. The brickworks. So normally, this has been in the past three or four days. Normally, our bricks are good. Everyone loves 
the bricks from Burdusk. Burdusk bricks. It's well I've known. I've started putting my own seal on all the bricks. I'm famous. <laughs> Not that famous. <laughs> Just wait till you grow up in a building with the Burdusk bricks in them. Be heckin' famous. So he says. Did, uh, did, had Silverleaf shared with us what? He heard last night. I don't know. No, I did not. Okay. 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 So only so relief. Uh, it's kind of putting you in. He says, our bricks are crumbling. It's bad. We need, we need someone to figure that out. So there, you can go to the clay fields, clay fields are to the North of, of the city a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe uh, one hour's walk North of the city, but we need someone to figure that out. It seems bad. I don't know if these are related, but, let me tell you the problems you don't need during green grass. Problems. <laughs> Thankfully, like... you have all answered the call. We just thought we had a granary problem. We thought maybe, I don't know, someone smart could figure that out. But now we have two different problems for people to solve. Are you interested? I look to everybody else. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something after that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I just look at everybody else. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> we will solve your problem. And so as Silverleaf says that, um, someone else comes in. Um, this is someone who is also wearing a sash. It says Iron Bow for Mayor on it. And uh, they're actually wearing like a hat, you know, kind of like the shape of a hat that would have like a spinny thing on top. Mm -hmm. like, like a, like like a like propeller. A cap? No, like a propeller. On top? No, a, a skull cap. Oh, a skull cap. Uh, yes. A skull cap on top of the... <laughs> no, no, no. So, so there's a, they're wearing like a propeller cap, but instead of a propeller, it's like a little billboard that spins around that has uh, Iron Bow's um, symbol on it. And he, he comes in and he whispers. He whispers into Iron Bow's ear. And he's wide-eyed. Iron Bow's uh, eyes get wider and wider and wider as this person is talking. Yes, just like that. Uh, <laughs> that is put into the chat. And uh, except a little little thing, a um, little billboard at the top. And an Iron Bow says, Jiminy. <laughs> um, oh, no. Oh, is your friend's Jim name? Jiminy and Jimothy. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no yeah, he's a, he says, Jimothy. That's his, that's his own catchphrase. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says... <laughs> I've got terrible news for all of you. There's a third problem. Sounds great. Someone's news for me. sabotaging the cabbage farm. Cabotaging. That sounds like bad news. <laughs> Not the delicious cabbage. Cabotage. No, I got cabotage. it. I'm laughing at cabotage. <laughs> I heard it. And he says, he, he whispers under his breath, cabotage. Oh my God. He says, someone is ruining the delicious cabbage crop. That we need in three days' time, he says. Um, the Kylie, whoop, go ahead. Kylie puts his finger on his nose and says, "Not it for the cabbage." <laughs> <laughs> well, he says you can go talk to, and he talk, looks to sissy. He said, "Whose farm was it?" <laughs> and his assistant whispers again into his ear, and he says, "It is Cartwheel's farm outside town." Nothing. No, th this is the most impressive and important farm outside of the town. You need to go figure out who is sabotaging the farm. Listen, all y'all. It's a sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. 
Not on my city. <laughs> so, Mr. Mayor, which of these three problems would you say is of the highest priority? They're equally problematic. I see. The blood one sounds more problematic to me. It's and the one I called you all about, so I'm more concerned about it. How, how, uh, uh, Weg asks the mayor how long ago the, the first silo ended up being filled with blood. Weeks! It takes a long time for people to get here, and maybe I didn't think about that. <laughs> Is Has the silo been disturbed in any way? You should go there! We've kept it a secret. It's quarantined, but we haven't told anyone that. I have, a, I have an important question for you, uh, Mayor. How yes. much are you willing to pay? Hmm. If you can secure the revenue for green grass and keep people from panicking i'll give you 300 gold pieces i'm blown each? away i've never heard of that much money it's a lot of money <laughs> each or like all together well it's coming out of the re-election fund if you know what i'm saying hey, hey campaign finance laws don't exist <laughs> uh each Ooh. So that sounds like a good deal. It's important to me, and I'm made of money. I'm the mayor. Well, I'm down. I'm just realizing that oh. I've back. I've walked backwards into uh, Paul F. Tompkins's mayor character from Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> 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 but that's okay. <laughs> Shout out to Paul F. Tompkins. I, I was, I was getting a little bit of a like a David Lynch as Agent Cole. Oh no, that's a different character. <laughs> We'll oh. I only have so many voices. <laughs> uh, I gotta use the top, sunny. the top of my range. Uh, okay, so Jordan, going for the granary first. Is that the the thing? Um, Jordan, hmm. what, what's um Wag's deity? Oh, uh, my deity is Arogalan. Arogalan. Yeah, Arogalan. Oh, I love a salad. Arugula, yeah. Arugula, yeah. No, uh, Arugula. Arugulan is the uh, halfling deity responsible for the shepherding of the dead. Mm. Mm. I, I'm thinking like some death magic might be useful. Some death I, magic. That, yeah, I mean, I think Silo's full blood says something about death. Ma oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, I may. I may be able to detect if there is anything deathly or nefarious happening once we arrive. Okay. Alright, so you're all packing up and, and heading out to the uh, the silo at the granary? Yeah, let's check out the blood silo first. Okay, so the... And then we'll head out of town. Yep. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll just leave. <laughs> well, everything else is out of town.
Hey, so I hope you really like that. We got a little bit of a taste of the different characters and uh, all the different stuff. Like I said, uh, this is just something we were just kind of recording for fun. Uh, we didn't really know how it would turn out, but I think it's turned out really well. I think it's really fun. I think that uh, as especially as this adventure goes on, you're going to really like Wegg <laughs> and uh, Silverleaf and, and Kylie and Phineas uh, even more than you do now. It, it really catches into the swing of things in the next uh, couple episodes. Uh, if you really like this, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash Kunzelman. Uh, that's the Range Touch Patreon. The link is also in the description below. Like I said at the very beginning, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, there's a YouTube feed as well as a bunch of other YouTube videos that you can check out. If you're on YouTube, there's going to be a podcast feed. They'll be in the, the equivalent descriptions down below. You can also follow us on... Um, uh, twitch.tv um, slash range touch where we're streaming every week uh, not this different stuff uh, and uh, you can also just follow uh, us on twitter twitter.com slash range touch that's a lot of different information that's a lot of different stuff um, you can also check out other things that we've put out such as game study study buddies or an unannounced show that when this comes out is unannounced but uh, will be coming very shortly that I'm very excited about Wowee, there's so much stuff. Uh, the Patreon will get you some exclusive content as well. That's just, this is like a minute of me just talking about content that you're going to love. Um, we're, uh, the, we don't advertise in any way uh, other than occasionally like trying to, to promote extremely weird videos on Facebook, but, but not in a serious way. So um, if you enjoyed this and you think it's cool, you should uh, let people know about it. Tell people. Put it in some hashtags. You know, I don't know. Give give it to give it to give it to your grandma, your blacksmith grandma. You know. Anyway, all right. So uh, there'll be another episode coming out shortly. Um, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Sword Coast Coast to Coast. There's going to be more coming up. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.